Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep it PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just for sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some lasting giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 It'll go. It'll go. There we go. Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Randy is here. And better it again. Yes. And we have producer M is also here. Hello, producer. <laughs> um, we are coming to you live from the Drama City Production Studios, downtown Evanston, Wyoming. This episode is brought to you by... That was frequently common to run his mouth. <laughs> Wasn't a bad guy. Had a mouth that ran like a stream. <laughs> Character flaw, and we all have them. This episode is brought to you by a Witch's Vape Shop, who hooked us up quite a bit today with new tanks and cool stuff. So thanks again, Ollie. Uh, today, we have Eric Itell from the band Itella. It's actually Itla, but Itla? that's fine. Itla. Itla. Okay. Itla. I was just I was reading your bio and saying how to pronounce it, so I knew I was going to get it wrong, though. Well, I mean, in the bio, I put a three-syllable pronunciation because it's easier based on when you see yeah. it, but it's really two syllables. But I don't care as long as people know what it is when they see it. Who cares what you call it? Yeah, I've been checking your guys' stuff out all day, you know, trying to do my due diligence. But at the same time, this show's kind of, you know, we just wing it most of the time. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll talk to you a bit, try to get to know you, some of the fun stuff you've done on the road, that sort of thing. Okay. I was reading on your bio that was st- struck me as very interesting. I d- you spent a lot of time in, uh, what was that, Holland? Well, I don't know if I spent a lot of time there, but I was there for a couple of years oh. when I was in the okay, Air Force. Yeah. It, do- it doesn't say it in the bio, but I-, I was in the military a long time ago. Oh, nice. What was that like? Let's get let's get let's get it started at the very beginning. <laughs> well, which part, the military or Holland? Uh, both. Uh, what 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 did you do in your time uh, uh, in the military? You just uh, travel uh, around with them. Was your MOS? Yeah. Well, I was in the Air Force, so we had AFSC. Same thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. of all things, I, I worked in the post office, which is a long story. I was a postal clerk for oh, cool. five five years. Yeah, I just that, finished uh, Band of Brothers last night, the TV show, and they they had a postal, you know, an an MP postal guy in there. Well, I was the I was that guy without being an MP. Oh, okay. but I was in. <laughs> so you asked me like, how, how was it like to be in Holland? The funny thing is, I was in Japan for almost three years prior to going to Holland, mm-hmm. and in Japan. You know, it was the military base is like a little slice of America within, you yeah. know, being in Japan. You go off base, it's Japan. You come on base, it's like it's like little America. So, huh. but, you know, when you go off base, it's like being in a different country. 
I mean, a different uh, planet. You know, you notice the difference. But, you know, when I went to Holland, I got there and it was basically like everybody, you know, I'm European, obviously, of European descent. Uh, So everybody looked like me and everybody, all the Dutch people speak English. That's one of the languages they learn. And, you know, the only thing it was like being illiterate because I could tell they were, you know, they use Roman characters. Their alphabet is basically the same, but things are in a different order. So you read the signs, yeah. you're like, I don't understand it, but I can recognize it. Unlike Japan, where they have three alphabets, uh, Hilakana, Kitakana, and Kanji. So, you know, everything just looks Chinese because mostly it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. besides the other two Japanese alphabets, they use the Chinese Kanji alphabet. Huh. Yeah, I was reading that. That's where you started this whole thing. Uh, in Holland, yeah. The, yeah, in Holland. With another uh, American, you said too. Well, so the the first iteration of the band, I was there. I met uh, an American guy. His wife was in the military, so um, he ended up being the singer. And then I had a couple Dutch guys, and so um, yeah, that was we we played out a little bit. I mean, a fair amount. We re- recorded a demo. Uh, you know, probably lasted a year and a half, uh, and then I left the military, so I had to come back to the states. So. Uh, that iteration of the band broke up. Okay. Oh, yep. I think you pushed the wrong button. That's all right. <laughs> He'll be back. We'll get to know more about Holland. And uh, I didn't know what was going on as I sat there. Oh, there he is. Seemed like back. somebody might have <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. I'm just sitting here there talking, and then it it cut off. Yeah, we, we we tried to keep it going while you were gone. I was like, he'll be back. It's fine. Yeah. Just <laughs> it was on the screen. It was trying to get me to buy it. Oh, yeah. Some weird time limit on it or something, but um, it shouldn't. I, I, I yeah. swear I didn't do anything. Yeah, we, we pay for the, the program uh, every month, okay. so it shouldn't bother you any because you're you know coming in off of one of our links. So Right. It was weird. Um, anyway, I'm back. Yeah. So, yeah, it was saying that you uh, did a Dutch tour for a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, uh, there's this band from, it was like a couple weeks. Um, okay. You know, I mean, it was just little places, and, you know, it was it was pretty fun with these Italian. There's a band, and I think they, actually they're still uh, active today. Uh, they're called Sadist, and they were out of Italy. Okay. And, uh, Interesting note about them, they had, you know, they had a guy who played keyboards and guitar. So he did a lot of little like left hand, like, uh, you know, keeping the rhythm with the left hand and he used his right hand to play keyboards at the same time. So it was pretty good. I, I don't know if they still have that, you know, same lineup kind of deal. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get off on tangents because my edibles kicking in. So, no, oh, that's all right. That's right. That's what you're here for. We want to get to know you. And when I get to know you and all your fun stories. Yeah. That was just, uh, when I was reading that earlier, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause I've, you know, I've never left the States. All I know about other countries is what I see online or whatever. It's kind of, it's interesting to me to meet people that have lived and moved around and stuff like that. The yeah. different places. So the beauty is I grew up in an army family, uh-huh. but my dad was discharged, uh, by the time I was born and my granddad was career army. So, I got to grow up hearing about like Okinawa, Japan, and all these other other places, and how yeah, it's overrated. You don't want to go, so that's why but I grew up here. It is, it is not overrated. I love Japan. I wasn't in Okinawa though. 
I'm, I'm looking for something at the same time. I don't know what happened to my I eyedrop. Up, I grew up around some weapons-grade clinics, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was uh, a buddy of mine's um, dad was uh, in Vietnam, so he was telling me some more stories a couple weeks ago. I, I like listening. I mean, if people got stories, man, I'm here to listen to them because I just enjoy that sort of thing. People going different places and seeing things and, and all that stuff. So, I didn't see anything too exciting, though. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually said Okinawa specifically was overrated. Just oh. <laughs> using that out as an example, I can't remember all the places they talked about they had been stationed. I mean, I never went to – I was I was in Yakota, which is kind of about 30 miles from Tokyo. So I was kind of a mainland Japan. That was right. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm in Wyoming now. That's about as far as I've ever been from home, I'll tell you that. That's, And this place is like another country sometimes, man. I've Sorry, never I'm been to Wyoming, you. so we're we're even. Can't believe I can't believe you Yankee fuckers call a damn hand truck. Uh, what was it? A dolly? A dolly. It's yeah. a hand truck. It's a dolly. It's a hand truck. <laughs> yeah, a lot it's of people hot. have have never been to Wyoming. That's a that's a running theme around here. What we, what was that? <laughs> I said a lot of people have never been to Wyoming. That's a running theme. Oh, Just, uh, I mean, hardly anybody is in Wyoming. That's true too. Not a lot of people exists. I've found out over the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we're a part of Montana, I guess, something like that. Oh, Montana Annex. Yeah, next door. I don't know. I keep making the joke that if I see any more Utah plates, I'm gonna think we were annexed by Utah. Yeah. Antex. Yeah. Sounds like a heartburn medication. Take your Antex. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long you been with uh, Curtain Call? We've. Uh, We've known Angela for about two years now. We like to play indie music, rock music, whatever they got on their label. We've been playing songs the last two years at the end of the show. So she, you know, we, we started with just people sending them in, you know, and then we right. got hooked up with Curtain Call and a couple of the record labels, and they just send us what they got, and we started playing it at the end of the show just because, uh, you know, why not? Why not promote people, you know? So um, Cal, right, I think he just started over there. He was the one that told me to, about you guys bringing on. So. Oh wait, that's a that's a man. Are you sure? I thought it was Cell. I don't know. She, it might be. Uh, <laughs> it's a woman from Mexico. Well, I haven't checked out the profile. I just get, uh, I have a message. That's it. Oh, okay. I was just like <laughs> Cal. I believe. Uh, no, Cal, it's maybe? like her name is like Salentino oh, or right. something. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're looking yeah. it up now. Yeah, I've never uh, I've never actually talked to her that much. Angela was uh, our go-to for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just recently started talking to me. That's why I was confused. <laughs> but, oh, I got you. Because when you messaged me and said, oh, he sent me that, I was like, he? And you were yeah. referring to Shell. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I've talked to her twice now, I think. Uh, the, oh, okay. From last week and this week. Uh, but yeah, she's been... Uh, so what we were doing was just playing music, and then we decided, like, well, let's just start, just start having some of these bands on. You know, be interesting, get to know them, and, and see what happens. But they started. That's us. a great idea. Yeah. So we, now we get to know the people before they play their. We play their song on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully, people are. But people might tune out and go like, "That guy is interesting as a shoe," and not even <laughs> stay till the end. You know, it's you know hit and miss. Who knows? 
Yeah, we should have a shoe on for next week's guest. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we do it for the money, you know? <laughs> no, I think yeah, no, I think you're okay. We're uh we're known for our awkward silences mm-hmm. and uh missed jokes. I mean I what are we uh what fifteen minutes into this thing and mm-hmm. I've already put my foot in my mouth with the Okinawa shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It'll be all That's right. Okay. <laughs> So uh, you got the band back together in the early 2000s, right? Who was reading? Well, so what I did, the, the history is, um, so after I got out of the military, I went to a place that really didn't have a music scene, almost probably yeah. as bad as Wyoming, which is Wisconsin. Yeah. Because uh, I went to high school in Wisconsin. So I just kind of kept writing, you know, new songs. Uh, then I moved to the, Ra- the Raleigh area, like in 2000. And my intent really was to join other bands, to be in collaborative bands where, you know, people were sung Kumbaya and did great things. And I was in a bunch of bands and they just end up, you know, I joined the band, learned the material. We'd play out some shows. Hey, let's write new material. Oh, band breaks up because somebody's a dick. And so I got a kind of kind of got tired of that uh, wash, rinse, repeat. Wait, wash. Yeah. Rinse, repeat cycle. I said, you know what, I'm just going to, and I kept doing my stuff kind of on the side, sort of as a, you know, an outlet that I, just songs that I wrote. So then I decided at some point I said, I'm just going to focus on my band. I'm not going to be in anybody else's band. I'm tired of working with musicians trying to be, um, you know, being somebody else's band. I was going to be the helm. And so that's why the band's a three piece because more musicians than that. Well, most musicians are just dicks, especially other guitar players. So I always wanted a two guitar band and even a keyboard player. I didn't even want to sing. I want a singer. Uh, Cause I don't think I'm that good of a singer, but you know, because you can't find other guitar players that aren't dicks and you can't find lead singers that aren't assholes and have LSD. Um, you know, you just go like, ah, I just going to do it myself. So that's why the band's a three piece. Cause that's the, to me, the minimum amount of viable, uh, a minimum amount of people in a band that's a viable band. Those two people bands are, to me, sort of ridiculous. Oh, we got drums and guitar. Well, you still need bass personally, but you know, if they're good at it, they do their thing. But I keep the minimal viable product of a three piece. Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah, you were saying I. Well, yeah, you were saying uh, or on your. Bio was saying that you joined uh, quite a few different ones when you first came back to the states. I was reading yeah. uh, all kinds of different names on there. Yeah, um, and I noticed that you guys were going to start. Oh, what was it like? The two forty three? Was it a festival? No, the fe- um, it's four two three fest. That's coming okay. up. That's yeah. going to be July nineteenth. We're playing. That's probably only one of the only shows that's going to happen. That's actually in Tennessee. Uh, we got a couple shows. Tennessee is a little less strict on yeah. their social distancing and, you know, our coronavirus scare tactic. Um, so they're still having this fest, which actually seems going to be a big deal because not much else is going on this year, it seems like. I mean, it's not going to be yeah. like some international thing people are going to fly in for, but sort of regionally, you know, uh, it's uh, they had to cancel a bunch of other festivals. So, you know, they're really pumping this one up and you know, to get people to go. So we're excited for that. We're actually playing. I, I don't know if it's something to brag about or not, but I don't know if you guys know the band green jello green jelly. Yeah. 
Yeah. You've heard of Green Jelly? Yeah. Nice. Their hit song is that Three Little Pigs song from the 90s. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, they're they're headlining for whatever reason uh, on Sunday, and we're actually playing right before them. So, oh, nice. So we got a pretty good He's slot, playing. unless people are just tired of you know seeing bands for three days and decide you know they're just going to leave early. I think they also did the uh, music for a Spider-Man game that I used to play on Sega all the time. Huh. Green Jelly That's did, it. yeah. I think it was Green Jelly. It's the way to go, yeah, man. To get, get your get a soundtrack going. Mm-hmm. Then you get those uh what's it called? Royalties, yeah. Yeah, royalties for the I rest think, of your life. I didn't think Sega used um did it have a CD? Because I wouldn't imagine if it was a cartridge it used anybody's <laughs> music. No, yeah, I think it was the Sega Genesis. I think this was before the Saturn. It so had it, but they, they wouldn't put digital music unless it was just eight bit. Unless they did eight bit music for it, that'd be kind of cool if a band came out with like eight bit eight bit uh, backtracks, just saying over eight bit. I've seen where people have done eight bit covers, like uh, yeah, that would be kind of a cool genre, I guess. You can take an MP3 and cut it and uh, uh, render it in eight bit. Huh. I don't know if it'll sound exactly like you know eight bit, like you think of a computer, but I yeah, know old video game stuff. I mean, it'd probably be a lot easier to do than like techno slash dubstep type music, but probably be a little easier. <laughs> um, so have you done much touring before, you know, coronavirus and stuff like that? I mean, you know, we went to Europe a couple times. Nice. Um, yeah, that was fun. But that's about it. You know, but trying to get back, it's harder than it seems. When you're a low-level band, it's hard to get like – on tour tours but now yeah. you know current call well they were helping us do some stuff and then uh we have another uh guy I work with a manager and uh he was he, he was working on some stuff for us and uh you know it was coronavirus season so yeah. everything got put on the back burner like we're you know getting a few shows hooked yeah, we've up. Had, we've had a few bands on recently like hey if you're ever in salt lake we'll come see you but who knows when that's going to be? <laughs> Definitely sucks. We'll say, the, we'll say the same to you. If you're ever in Salt Lake, hit us up. We'll come come see your show. Absolutely. <laughs> How far is Salt Lake City from you guys? About ninety miles. Yeah. Oh, it's the okay. only place to go. <laughs> I guess all that's the where beach. we go for all the bands and the comedy and all the stuff. You guys don't got any lo- any good local bands? Uh, no. No, most of them come down from Salt Lake. So sometimes, sometimes the bars will do band shows, you know, live shows, but they come down from wherever they're at. Yeah, but you mean there's not know, one local metal band? What town are you guys in? It's whoever's playing upstairs. Yeah, I guess we got a band that they're practices kinda, upstairs. Usually, every time we record, to be honest with you, we've kind of got oh. this weird late Metallica mixed with early Tool sound, from what I can hear through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know how, what it is. Not, how big how big is your city? Thirteen thousand. So you're telling me in thirteen thousand people you don't know the guys in the band upstairs? Actually, I do. I do know one of them. They've been on the show. Uh, I believe oh. Tony hangs out uh, upstairs, and he used to be the producer back in the day. Been on the show a few times. 
And then we had one, some guy just came down, remember, and plugged his show real quick and then ran off. <laughs> just jumped on the show for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, check out that my band weird. and then just weird. left the room. <laughs> like, all right, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> but I would think if you had some kind of, you know, uh, local shows, any local band that was decent, A, well, you would know about them, so maybe they're not decent. That well, we back. I don't think it comes down to a lack of venues too. There's not a whole lot of places where they can play up here. In high school, we had a few places. Uh, people would go to the the Elks Lodge, and then they had this like a uh, airplane hangar. They called like Circle something, Half Circle, or I don't remember what it was. But yeah, they used to put on rock shows uh, in high school. But it's been years since I've heard of anything like that happening. So maybe people just stopped putting them on, or I don't know, gave up. Right. <laughs> But yeah, back in when I was in high school, we used to have concerts all the time and bands come out and do stuff. Back then, I knew a lot of the bands, <laughs> but they've all I'm moved on, got married, changed careers. <laughs> but with a, such a small town, I would think you would just know all the musicians, but or they'd want to be on your show, and then you get you know like, oh, these are all the bands, and you know the one. Oh, he hit the button. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Mark, he's been on the show. He does uh, Bone Band. So right. that's well, we tried to have Dustin on the show, but Dustin is a fantastic. And uh, he's back. I don't know. I don't know if Dustin's welcome on the show anymore. He's just oh. like that. You hear me, Dustin? <laughs> yeah, we were saying uh, we've we've had a few people. I know uh, we've had a Mark on. He was from Bone Band. Um. We've had a few people talk to us about it. I don't know. We've had a lot of random people. We're not only rock. You know, we don't do just bands. Uh, we do a lot of oh, okay. comedians, friends. Things. So we try to oh, switch yeah. it up every week. Yeah, we had Kelsey Hudgens else. and Travis. Yeah. And... Who's so the we're funniest not... person that's been on that show? Um, Can I vote for myself? Is yeah. Me? I was going to be like, <laughs> I think it's the hosts. No, oh. uh, Adam's pretty really <laughs> funny. Austin? A- Adam Nutter. Austin, yeah, Austin's hilarious. Austin, I was talking about Austin earlier today, man. Austin's funnier than he knows. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And he really, if you're listening, Austin, you, dude, you got to get out your own way. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen at all. <laughs> he never listens to anyone for any reason. <laughs> he didn't even listen to the show when he was on it. <laughs> Me? Well, I don't either, but you say I his, sound of my own voice. I'm like, is that what I sound his, like? His last name is, oh. Sorry, Did what? you say his last name is Nutter? Yeah, Adam Nutter. Yeah, he's a comedian. Uh, where is he? Pennsylvania, I believe, somewhere in there. We're trying to get him, we were trying to get him to come on tour too. Like, come come to Evanston and do a show. He's like, "What am I gonna do there?" I was like, "Comedy, man, come on." <laughs> but he I was mean, on your show. Yeah, yeah, he called in, the same as you. Oh, he called in. Okay. Yeah, we haven't had a local guest in a while. Uh, we we figured, you know, during the whole thing. Everybody's sitting at home, not doing much. Might as well try to get people from around the world on, you know, that's what everybody else is doing. Then you get to know, you know, if you stay in your, we live in, like I said, a town of 13,000. So if we stuck with local guests, I mean, we'd run out pretty quick. And we want to get to know a variety more of people. So. True. Yeah. I've already ran out of friends. They've all been on. No. <laughs> My brother's been on. I'm trying to get my mom to come on one of these days. I'll get uh, her to come on. I was going to suggest we have our moms on for a Mother's Day episode. That could work. That'd be uh, fun. But Mother's Day is coming gone. Um, yeah. Next one. 
we cannot have my dad on for Father's Day. We cannot have my dad on this show. Uh, we will get canceled. We will get fucking canceled. <laughs> what are you going to so, cancel yourself? Yeah, he might. Oh, yeah. Well, they're canceling a lot of people for a lot of shit nowadays. And we don't really conform to uh, certain cultures. <laughs> well, my dad was. We like to say what we want. Well, my dad was a machine gunner in the 82nd Airborne, so he's got that uh, uh, very fucked up, dark airborne sense of humor, that yeah. gallows humor. This is so I don't. We might get in trouble. We have him on. Dark humor is like food, man. Not everybody gets it. I'm laughing anyway. on the inside. <laughs> Anyways, so tell us more about some of the stuff you've done. What is uh, we like to ask some of the bands. Well, it's kind of a newer question, but we like to ask uh, what what's the worst place you've ever played at? Because I think that's an interesting, fun question. The worst. Yeah, what's the worst experience you've had on stage or bar or after the show or anything like that? Well, I would say it? a funny... Well, I'll tell you, so one funny story is we're playing at a small place and um i mean it was it it was kind of long and narrow and so a- anyway so we're 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 getting through the first song maybe halfway through in the bathroom like somebody took a major shit and it permeated so the live room was probably uh like a a big living room but it had a pretty good stage on it and then the bathroom was right off of that. So like a little hallway in the bathroom. So somebody dropped just some nasty shit and the smell like permeated. And so like, um, you know, as, as soon as it hit me and it, the pan, you know, we're looking and people are like, you can see it. They're like, you know, and then ironically, so we finished the song and I go, you know, I said, I don't know who was just in the bathroom, but God damn, you know, <laughs> people were laughing and ironically, the second song we played was a song that was very fitting because the song is called Human Waste. <laughs> so that kind of ironically segued right in. But the song isn't about, you know, actual defecation. The song is about people like you're wasting your life. So it's human waste. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know if it's him or what. If it's connection or what. I don't know. I think he's well, every time he's every time he's just up. He's doing heck, something. Yeah. What's going on? It keeps going to this other screen, and I have to go back and get back Uh-oh. and join. I don't know. Huh? I don't know if I'm touching something inadvertently. I don't believe I got touching it by the edges. That's all right. Anyway, so, so the, the song ahead. again. The song was a great segue into the you know the smell that was permeating everybody's olfactory at the time um so yeah that's that so that was kind of a funny worst I, I, i'm like imagining how the person that took the shit felt <laughs> like standing in the back of the room or whatever and he just yeah. he, that's the moment he realized the entire room could smell what oh, he yeah. just did well <laughs> I, so the place <laughs> also had, had a bar in the front so he could have been a bar patron that you know dropped the kids off of the pool and then ran back into the bar but yeah. I know he had to hear me when I was referencing it because <laughs> I mean, it literally, it was like uh, you, the septic tank backed up oh. in that 
in the, in the building. It smelled so bad. We got to imagine most of the time at a, a show when somebody's having a good time, they'll like hold up their lighter. In this case, they were just striking <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Uh, uh, what's the coolest place you ever been to? Coolest place you played? Um, coolest. Oh, I know the coolest place. So, um, in Germany, I can't remember the name of it. There was a old, um, so it was like an old Nazi fortress. I mean, it was, it was almost like, it was sort of castle like, but it was like a big square, like the building was square and it was, uh, you know, had a big courtyard in the, in the middle. And then there's these two slivers, like bare, the bus could barely. So we were on this bus, uh, that it barely fit through so cars could come in parking lot big square and so half of it they had re-renovated it you know there's a church and all these businesses and they they didn't renovate the other half yet but three flights three stories down they had this old i don't want to call it a dungeon but it was basically a dungeon a real dungeon you know they used to have prisoners and stuff down there but then they converted it uh into a live room and it 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 was like this big almost like a cave when i say dungeon it wasn't a lot of it was like still in the natural um stone and they kind of carved like stairs and stuff if i'm remembering right and i could be remembering wrong but i know it was down three flights of steep stairs we had to bring all the equipment uh but that was the probably the most awesome place because it's just the history of the building and they said you know they were you know they would uh, torture people down where the, the, they had the live room or this bar. Uh, so it was really, it was quite excellent. Hmm. How are the acoustics? I don't know. Ask me seven years ago after I, <laughs> yeah. I fucking can't remember. <laughs> what Probably you as good as, as, as I described, uh, the place. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. Are you wait? Are you waiting for a segue? I had a segue with the uh, the smell, the shit smell in uh, the bathroom, but I realized it was out of my reach, so I'm just gonna grab it. I'm just gonna put it here. Were you like five minute late guy? You're like, hey, I, I, you're laughing at a joke somebody told ten minutes ago. Hey, I got a segue for the last segment you passed ten minutes ago. There, now we can see it. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do live reads for our sponsors, and he was trying to do a, a, a flawless segue after the bathroom bit, and he, he couldn't oh, reach the Oh, okay. That makes more <laughs> sense now. Do you want to do your live read? I, you eh, know, another, op- another opportunity will present itself. It's fine. We'll, we'll wait till it fits in more. more. What is it? What am I trying to think of? Appropriate? I guess so. Uh, what, what are you hawking? What is your live read for? Uh, ball wash. Ball wash, yeah ballsy it's uh clean your balls <laughs> like actual like balls like golf oh. balls or testicle balls testicles so they have uh ball wash nuts butts and body wash sack spray that neutralizes odor and nut rub which is a cologne they also have good head shampoo and conditioner <laughs> and if you were to go to ballwatch.com and use promo code STMPOD at checkout, you could save yourself 15%. Does that conclude the live read uh, segment? 
of the podcast. I think yeah. it does, yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you wanted to talk about Spunk Lube, which is <laughs> also for your junk. Spunklube.com, promo code so, STM Bond. Save so, you can put the, <laughs> so you can put the spunk on your junk, and the ballsy is for keeping the funk off of your junk. True that. And that that's the library. That's the library. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. <laughs> Doing it in my well, good, I gave you, new voice. I gave you a segue into your uh, ball wash. Yes, thank you. Um, speaking of segues, I'm not very good at them. <laughs> I'm not good what? at standing on them either. What's the biggest show you ever played? In this band or a different band? Either one. Man. I just we wanted to get to know you, your life. Which what are you doing? <laughs> uh, the biggest show I've ever played. Uh, I actually was in a Motley Crue tribute band a long time ago. Nice. I was pretend Mick Mars, obviously, because I play guitar. And we played at a biker rally that was in Raleigh, a rally in Raleigh. Because <laughs> uh, every year they have the, um, you know, one of those uh, cookie cutter biker fests that they have in every city now. Um, and so obviously Motley Crue kind of goes along with bikers somewhat. Anyway, it was a, a uh, there's a lot of people there. It's like a okay. nice day. It's about four in the afternoon. People were pretty drunk. And then before Girls, 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 you know, we asked somebody to, uh, you know, I don't know. Do you know the song at the beginning of Girls, Girls, Girls? I, I should ask before I assume you do. I haven't heard I haven't I've, heard that track in forever. So. Yeah, I've, I've listened to this song. Well, it's a um, motorcycle. It's a mo- motorcycle starting. Oh, okay. And so we had somebody. So in the band, we used the sampler you know, on stage. So, you know, you hit the motorcycle revving up. Um, but then we had somebody do it for real. So I know that's, uh, I don't know how compelling the story was, but it was cool. <laughs> it was like, uh, you guys remember the Chris Farley show from Saturday Night Live? Um, but you guys I remember Chris Farley know. from Saturday Night Live. I don't, I don't remember his show. Anyway, well, he, he had a segment, right? It was one of his comedy segments, and okay. he was, it was called the Chris Farley Show. And he'd have famous people on, like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he his whole stick was, you you remember that time in that movie when you said I'll be back? And Arnold goes, Yeah, I remember. And he goes, That was funny. That was awesome. <laughs> so you have to see, you know. And then he and they they go like he'd get all awkward and he'd go. You you remember that time in Terminator Two when he said all of this stuff, baby, and whatever, nope. and you know you go, yeah, I remember. You go like that that was awesome. So a long winded story to get to my joke was I was gonna say I was being the Chris Farley show and saying you remember that time when that guy started that motorcycle before girls, girls, girls. That was awesome. Well, it actually did sound kind of awesome to have a live, you know, motorcycle go off for your song. Yeah, I mean, now that now that you mentioned again that it was Raleigh, I thought you said that before, but yeah, Raleigh. No wonder you kept ending up in bands with a bunch of dickheads. That's <laughs> there's a lot of dickheads in Raleigh, man. How do you know that? Uh, I grew up in I grew up near Lornburg. Lornburg. So, yeah. Where's that? Uh, it's right on the North Carolina, South Carolina border. I grew up in a town called McCall. Never so, heard of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, you said you lived in Laurenburg. 
No, it's uh, near Lorenberg. Oh, near Lorenberg. So Lorenberg is so little... insignificant. You have to use an <laughs> insignificant town to even no. The prove town of that you... is so insignificant that we hung out in Lorenberg a lot because of, yeah. See, my board, <laughs> my story was so boring. He had to disconnect. He couldn't believe it. Yeah, he's from North Carolina. No, the back. yeah, the town. Are we gonna bring him in or? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. No, the town I grew up in was just so small that you know, you if you wanted to do anything fun or go anywhere or do anything, you'd go to Lorenberg or you'd go to Bennettsville or you'd go to Florence or you'd go to you know, Rockingham or uh, even Fayetteville occasionally. Fayetteville's probably a big city. Go to the Coliseum. Did you go to the Coliseum? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Most of the concerts I went to were in Charlotte. So, um, either Charlotte or Myrtle Beach. Shout out to Kelsey Hudgens, Myrtle Beach. <laughs> your Kelsey's from your Bennett. nemesis. <laughs> Kelsey's from Bennettsville, man. We don't we don't talk about Bennettsville. <laughs> we don't talk about Kelsey or a season. Sorry. So, uh, what are you guys working on now? What's uh, I like to get. Sometimes I like to get uh, behind the scenes a little bit on like social media. That's what I'm interested in, how people are doing their things and, and what they're doing, especially now when you have to adapt and, and do different things to keep your audience engaged. What are you guys doing? To, um, like Facebook page-wise, you guys doing like live shows or videos or what? No. Nothing? <laughs> I just... Bre- you know, the live feed thing gets a little douchey because, you know, who wants to watch it? Unless you have a setup where you can do multi, you know, multi-camera and a good looking stage. It just looks douchey if you're in your living room doing a one camera shoot for a band. Yeah, I've seen those. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, I follow a lot of bands and I've seen a lot of them do, uh, you know, live concert type things in their living rooms or whatever. Or they'll do, uh, what was it? I think... Real Big Fish did where they just all each recorded a part, you know, and then they put it all together. They did a few. Oh, of those. yeah. That, those douchey videos now that are coming out with all the bands pretending to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Staying busy, I guess. No, but, yeah. I mean, lately. Um, so right at right when we were recording the last album. um we had finished up and actually played all the bass on the album. We were in between multitude of bass players. Like uh, the douchiest guy in the band has to be a bass player. Unless you have a real lead singer, all bass players have some kind of weird cork. I don't know. It's just a thing. Of, I don't know if it's a bass player becomes corky or well, corky people become bass players. Shout so anyway, out my, shout out to my homie Tanner. <laughs> Bass player. <laughs> and so we finally um oh i'm trying to work up to where, where what we're doing now so we finished the album we're recording it we a- actually hired a guy to play bass in a video that i knew one of the best bass players uh, in the area and so i invited him i said hey you know if you're not i'll pay you being a video he was in a video for black coffin and then he called up like a month later and he's like hey i want to join the band so, you know, we got the album out and stuff, you know, of course he didn't play on it, but so then he's been really motivating me to write new stuff. So, uh, you know, and then they're contributing the other guys, you know, have a hand in the process. So getting ready to, you know, start learning pretty much all the new songs are written for a new album. So we're going to start practicing them to play in live and then go back in the studio 
uh, do some recording. Nice. So you, like, you've by, been staying by busy. the end of the year. You've been staying busy, huh? Writing new new songs and stuff. Yeah. And I noticed that you guys had a group for your uh, Facebook page, so that's some engagement right there. Yeah, I mean, I try to post stuff. Uh, You know, I I could tell you uh, the Facebook group thing was cooler initially. I don't know. It seemed weird. The more people I got in it, like if I compared proportionally when I first had the group, maybe with a few hundred people uh, versus like the Facebook page, definitely like almost 10 times more engagement from people on the group, in the group for the amount of people, like proportionally. But then as I kept growing the group, I don't know, people don't like, it's just about the same as the page now proportionally. So I I don't know if, you know, if they're fucking with the algorithms or cause you know, you hear all these things where they control Facebook controls posts and based on this and that and three other things, you'll see this person's post or, you know, (laughs) band ad or whatever people's page posts. And, um, the thing about Facebook is if you don't pay them, they will not show your content, even to the people that follow your page. So only like 25% of the people that follow your page actually see what you post unless you were to pay Facebook to advertise to your own fans, which is bullshit. So that's a lot of people have gone to Instagram and Twitter because they don't, you know, they let everybody see it who follows you. Facebook right. I like Inst- hide your stuff. I like Instagram better anyway. Yeah, Instagram's all right. I we we do not as much as we should on there, but <laughs> I you have a lot more followers on your Instagram than the Facebook, which is inverse for us. I had a actually a pretty good Instagram going, and then I it got hacked by my own stupid mistake, and I lost it. And I was like, "Fuck!" So I had to start over. And I, I it's never been, you know, uh, as big as it was before. Uh, you know, I had to start over. So I, I never. Know, really- I never really messed with Facebook much. We've recently started doing lives on there. So we do live on Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube, but I, I never really did anything. All the followers we got on there are mostly just uh, people like Angela. She, she's like invited all her friends to like the page, stuff like that. So that's the reason we're up that high, but I, I worked on Instagram for a while and Twitter. Twitter uh, I worked on quite a bit. You worked on like, uh, you mean building your Yeah. Building, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I hate Twitter. Twitter to me is just annoying. I do it. I have a band one and I, you know, I saw your, uh, your tweet and, you know, I like and whatever share, but I just, it's this platform. I just don't get it. Like Randy doesn't like it either. It's just everyone on Twitter is pissed off about something. Well, you're pissed off about Twitter. Well, I'm pissed off about most things, but I don't put it out there (laughs) unless I'm on the podcast. (laughs) You should start making Twitter posts about how fucked up Twitter is and tag Twitter in it. And it just seems a little disingenuous to go on Twitter to bitch about Twitter. It's like I could just stay home and like not go through that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's happening on your end. <laughs> the thing just keeps popping up to this other page and I'm not uh, even touching it. I'm not touching it in any funny way that it's getting offended. <laughs> Well, so the first time I've heard that, I'm holding it politely from the sides. (laughs) 
So, uh, what are some, you got anything coming up or uh, some things you want to get out to people listening? I mean, right now, the only books we have, uh, the only books, the only shows we have booked, um, Oak Ridge, Tennessee on July 18th, which is a Saturday. And in July 19th is that 423 Fest in Bristol, uh, Tennessee. Looking forward to that one, huh? That big one. Yeah, it should be pretty good. You know, it's, uh. Look like it's going to be pretty big. Like I said, regionally. I was listening. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I think you know people haven't been out for a while, and uh, you know they just want to yeah. get out and bust the nut again, listen to some music. I was listening to you on another podcast. I can't remember what the name of it was, but you were talking about the Black album, I believe. You had made a music video. It was like the first single came out with. I can't remember. I just listened to it on the way over here. I, was, I don't know why I brought it up if I couldn't, you know, jog your memory on it. <laughs> the Black Album. I think that's what you were talking about. I know where you were making, you just made a music video for it. Like the Metallica Black Album? No. Or? Black something? You just made a video for, oh, I think you're talking about the song Black Coffin. That's oh. the one. Yes, the Black Coffin. Yeah, you said that album. I'm thinking of a whole album. Yeah, that was my bad. That was mixed up in my head. You guys, it's not your fault. <laughs> I mean, the Black Coffin was the first video from uh, uh, our newest album. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wish I could give that podcast a shout out. Yeah, I was listening. You know, trying to get some some background and and you know some of the stuff to talk about. But I also like to just wing it and then ask random questions, make things <laughs> awkward, and uh, yeah, that's like my mo. And for, for the guests to figure out what you're what oh, Black yeah. Coffin. Yeah, yeah, Black Album. Yeah. Completely lost. Yeah, I was listening to uh, a few of your things and stuff before the show. Uh, I I always hit up Randy when we get a guest. And uh, I, shared, I shared your Facebook page to him and stuff. And he goes, I like it. And I was like, good enough for me. Let's have him on. <laughs> so Randy's a fan. Oh, absolutely. I'm also Thanks, a fan. Randy. I was listening to... I was listening today to quite a bit of them. At my mother-in-law's house, we had a a fun weekend of four-wheeler accidents. I'm not going to get into all that. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of getting sick of having bands on that I actually like. Yeah. If we can get somebody on that I don't give a shit about. Because I'm like holding back because I don't want to say something to piss them off or anything mm. like that. So I'm... He's like, I'm actually planning on seeing you guys sometime in the future. I don't want to make you mad. Like, I don't want to show up at the show. There's that fat fucker. Get him. <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, if we can get someone on, I don't give a shit about it. that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> well, next week it'll just be me then. I'm just gonna <laughs> write that one. Down. I've been making throughout the podcast just making a list of places that I cannot go after this show now because oh. I, everything from Okinawa to Lornberg. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to write down this podcast. Yep, there you go. Um, and we did not need complete silence while I wrote that down, yeah. but I, I do appreciate it. It does help me concentrate. Yeah. You're welcome. So we got your uh, your worst place. Also, was that your funniest story, you think? Well, what's the weirdest thing you've seen on the road? Yeah, we like to know what people do and what they see. Um, 
<laughs> like no way to put him on the spotter. Also, he's he's you know got some edibles in him, so we're put him on the spot. I think of. I mean, I would say I don't know if there's anything in particular in particularly weird. Um, I remember the the tour. In fact, it was at the same stop as that castle, so the bus stayed in the courtyard all night, and. The drummer, right before we left, the drummer of my band, Gary, he had some problem with his hair. Well, that was probably the weirdest thing. Um, I'll tell that story. Okay. Uh, so two weeks before, no, a week and a half before we left, we shot a video. So this is back in 2014 for Something Wicked This Way Comes. And he dyed his hair black because he wanted to look good for the video. And then, um, well, come to find out, he was allergic to something in the black oh, hair dye. <laughs> and so it wasn't that bad when we left. He went to the dust. So we left. We had to leave flat on a Wednesday morning. So like that Tuesday, he went to the doctor and the doctor gave him some medication and then gave him like these painkillers. Oh, no, this medication. Maybe it was the painkillers, too. But um. No, it was two medications. Oh, it was the painkillers because he drank when he took them and then people thought he was dead. Oh. Um, and he goes, I'm not taking these painkillers. I'm not taking his medication anymore. Maybe it wasn't. I can't remember. But the thing is, the doctor did give him another medication. He kept taking it. Well, as we were um, in the airport, the doctor's office called and he like just let the like uh, go to voicemail, but that was the doctor's office calling to tell him not to take the medication that he was prescribed because it wasn't <laughs> going to help his problem. It probably was going to make it like uh, aggravate it worse. Oof. And so he kept taking that medication the whole time. Um, but it got progressively worse. So like his whole, uh, he got the name, do you know what toxic Avenger is? Yeah. So his head was starting like toward the, the you know in a week into the tour, his head is starting to look like this uh, this big pussy thing, and he couldn't even sleep in his bed. His head hurt so bad, you know. He had to sleep sitting up, and then he was leaning. He, we were sitting. There's a, a window. Uh, next to one of the benches and so all night of course people are up all night on the bus so he never slept because he had to sleep sitting up with his head against the window and then there would be this mark like if you had like a bunch of zits and you popped them and you pressed your face against like the glass there was this impression of his whatever was oozing out of his head <sighs> And it was so. What made it worse, ironically, is he kept feeding the problem because the hair, the dye was in his hair. He should have kept his hair off his skin, but he would take a shower, like you know, he would make when when you're on the tour thing, you don't necessarily shower every day. But so he didn't shower every day. But when he did shower, he let it, you know, it was wet. But then he wears hair down, so he, you know, would try to hide his. Uh, whatever transformation um, so that would just aggravate it because now he has wet hair and the dye is still coming off of him and it's you know get, getting in his skin more and more so he kept like it kept spreading 
And so we used to, um, the band used to use a, a backing track. So on tour, you can use an iPod and set it up. So he'd wear the click track and it would be headphones wrapped around his ears. Well, his ears back here was like, he put the headphone on during for the show. And by the time the end of the show, like he could almost get the headphone out because like, like the, it was absorbing like the headphone cable. Huh? And so, Oh, oh and after an hour, like, he's like, I can't do, I can't, you know, I can't wear that. I can't do it anymore because like, you know, it was so disgusting. His skin was like coming apart. But luckily we got back. I thought for sure we're at the airport uh, in Germany coming back. Um, and I thought for sure customs was going to say, what's wrong with you or something. I just had these visions that he was going to end up not being able to leave the country because of, you know, this condition he's having this reaction. Um, but they didn't stay this well. I was right behind them or right. Yeah. Behind them when he checked in and they were looking at him like the fuck is wrong with him. Anyway, <laughs> we made, we made it back and it cleared up. It took a while like to clear up and his hair is, he told, he said his hair has never been the same. It's still long, but he said it's never been the same since he had that situation. Huh. I can just picture the uh, staff at the airport being like, we should probably detain this guy. Go detain him. I ain't touching him. We yeah. want to touch him. Touch him. <laughs> yeah, at least, All right, let him through. At least he's a trooper, man. Made it through the shows. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't have a choice. I mean, we were sort of, you know, it didn't get bad enough for him to go want to go to the hospital, even though people were like, oh, are you sure you're okay? There's a, another question I like to ask uh, bands. Uh, and you guys are, you guys drink, right? Because you were saying he was drinking. Yeah. Uh, do you guys drink with? Do you, do you drink with the fans or with the bands? Um, the drummer will drink with anybody. Okay. <laughs> That's a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I usually so if, I, if it's a local show and I have to drive, um, I usually drink enough where I have a good buzz and then I know I won't be drunk anymore. Uh, but then I don't really, I'm not a, like a super like partier drinker. I just like to get drunk enough to get a buzz. So I don't really drink that much after I get drunk. I'm like done. And then I'm, I don't give in to peer pressure. Yeah. So I'll dr- I guess I'll drink water with anybody out when I'm coming down. I've noticed a lot of bands uh, drink with the other bands that they're, you know, touring with or doing shows with. So uh, well, on tour, when on the tour, yeah, we would party with the other bands. Obviously, because yeah. you're with them 24 hours a day. It was like five bands on a bus. A big yeah, bus, like, like double-decker bus with everybody got a bunk and then a um, uh, lounge and a, on the you know bottom. This is like uh, camaraderie. <laughs> well, real quick, you under you know who you hate after a couple of days, who's getting on your nerves, or who you want to punch. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah, I bet small bus. Well, big bus, but a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, most of the time when you're traveling, you know, between, um, you know, most of the people would just stay in their bunks the whole, you know, because they stayed up so late drinking all night, and then they stay in their bunk all day. But I will tell, I'll tell you a funny story. I got about 10 more minutes and then I have to depart. Yeah, I was going to say right. that. Uh, Kel told us you had about an hour or so. Yeah. Um, sell, anyway. 
that so, guy. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'll just dig my hell deeper and deeper. It's fine. <laughs> so we're on the, the second tour we went on in 2017, one of the bands had this like senior citizen dude. He was in his 60s. He played keyboards. He was really good. It was funny. Like it was this young guy. They're called Unexplainable. And they're out of Colorado. Um, it was this old dude who played keyboards, piano, classical piano, and this younger dude who played death metal guitar. The band actually was more of a real band at first, but then it just became them two, and they played to a backtrack, you know, to a, a drum, a drum track. And anyway, so we stop at a rest stop in Germany, and um, this dude had these big one of his stage boots. He always wore them. They were these big kiss boots. They were probably six inches. He was a little dude, like you know, five foot, and he'd always wear these boots, mostly on stage. But when we stopped at a rest stop in Germany. He got out, and generally the bus would be like an hour. So he had an hour, and, and a rest stop in Germany. You know, the rest stops for truckers are really big. There's showers, like in, you know, in the states. Um, I'm a truck driver, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there, you know, there's restaurants and staying. You can get food. So the uh, we'd always have the the drivers can only drive so much before they have a rest. So we'd stop at these bus stops. Sometimes we'd be there four or five hours, just hanging out, people showering and stuff. Anyway, we get off this one rest stop in Germany and we get back on the bus and everyone's like, everybody here? Yeah, everybody in their bunks. You know, there's always a, 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 a personnel check. Make sure everyone's on the bus before we leave. Well, we so we leave. Yeah, everybody's here. Hey, uh, where's, uh, you know, Frank, I think was his name or something. And like, oh, he's in his bunk, but nobody checked. Uh, so they just assumed because they didn't, nobody saw him get out. So well, I should I should have wrecked it because I, I I got ahead of myself. So we got to the next tour stop, and you know we're unloading and stuff. And then up the street, this dude Frank comes walking up with his big kiss boots on, and we go, "Where were you?" He goes, "Oh man, guys, you guys left me at the last rest stop. I didn't have my phone on me." Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't, uh, he, it was kind of chilly out. He goes, I didn't have a jacket and I, I didn't, you know, because you know, you have your people brought their phones, but he left his in the bunk. Yeah. And so he goes, he goes, he, but we had a, uh, like this placard we wore like a, a badge. It had all the tour dates on it. And he said, he, you know, he's a, he's an older man. Right. So he didn't, I, like he said, he's in his sixties. He, and, but he didn't panic. He just said, well, I figured like he had this elaborate story where he figured a city had to be close by based on whatever judgment he had. So he goes, I walked to the city. People were looking at me in my funny boots, but I found the train station. I knew what the tour stop was. So I figured out how to ride to buy a train ticket to get here. And then I just asked somebody where the venue was based on the name, you know, on, on the placard. Uh, thing we wore or the badge uh and we were like and people we were everybody was like holy shit like this guy had this crazy adventure where he caught the last train that day because it, it was probably like on a sunday i think to get to the city nobody even knew he had was gone yet and that was the funny part we just thought he was still in his bunk <laughs> so that was pretty funny that's crazy some perseverance persevering ass musicians out there man yeah Doing the uh hair dye and getting left <laughs> at the uh, rest station man come on 
I know it was crazy. It was a- it's- so he's a trooper too. Made it to the show on Absolutely. time. Absolutely. <laughs> I know he made it to the show, but that was just so funny. You see this old dude with his kiss boots walking up, and we we're like, we we're just uh, we we're amazed, utterly amazed that he made it there, and nobody figured it out. But in the tour, so we have a there was a tour manager, and he was looking at him in disbelief. He's like, "Are you shitting me? We left you, and nobody <laughs> knew." You know, because that guy's responsible for the bands. You yeah, know? not really legally responsible, but you know, you sign the contract, Obligated. and so they have to, you know, take somewhat care of you to make sure you're safe and on the bus. And and this guy was like, he can't believe that you know he made that mistake because usually when he does a you know a check, he looks in everybody's bunk, but for some reason he just asked that one time, "Hey, is Frank in his bunk?" Oh yeah, when nobody's no, but nobody's seen him get out and walk you know, to, you know, into the rest area. And he didn't bother to ask anybody what time we were leaving. He just assumed we wouldn't leave without him. So it was this comedy <laughs> of errors. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine him on the bus with those boots though. Must've been fun. <laughs> Sit next to people. I just imagine him walking down the street with those big Frankenstein boots. Yeah. Just trying. That couldn't have been comfortable. No, probably it, not. It was, he looked he looked awkward, and you know he said a lot of people were giving him a funny look because he how often do you see like he had this really long ZZ Top beard? Yeah, um, it's like how often do you see like some old man wearing all black with Frankenstein boots asking for a train ticket to whatever city we were playing? Some yeah. rough little smaller town that he somehow uh, was able to find us. The Wolfman stole Frankenstein's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man, and sharing stories and sharing your life and telling us about the places you've been and, and what you've seen. Um, I appreciate you having fun. You want to plug some of your stuff and where people can find you? Well, uh, we still have, I uh, luckily have the dot com. So it's itla.com, A I T T A L A dot com. From there, you can find links to, you know, the major social media, but, and it's all the same too. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter are all Itla music, one word. So A-I-T-T-A-L-A music. So I got the same handle on all those. So we're easy to find. If you Google the name, we'll come up all our, uh, tons of links uh, will be uh, ours come up first. So we're, we're easy to find. Hard to remember to spell. <laughs> also, uh, we follow each other now on everything. So if you can't find them, you can you know check my friends list. He's in there. Yeah, uh, and people um, uh, and people mix us up with Attila. Yeah, and people yeah. think I've seen people like my friends uh, from high school. Like Attila was playing at Rockfest USA in Wisconsin and Oshkosh, and they're like. Oh my God, Eric! I can't believe you're playing here. And I'm like, no, that's a different band. Yeah. And it's one one funny Attila story. Other than you know, we we were featured. Us and Attila were featured on a Metal Sucks article that said people mix up these bands and they're, they're like, oh, I think they equally suck. Um, but a, a while ago, uh, I wanted to book a show at this small place uh, in Greensboro. It was called Somewhere Else Tavern. And I went to call the guy and I was like, Hey, I think, yeah, I don't remember if I email or whatever, sent him information. But so I booked the show, um, 
first time we were going to play there. And then he called me back and he was like, wait a minute. You're that one fucking band that was here. Blah, blah, blah. You destroyed my place. I would never fucking let you play here again. And he was just like yelling at me. I was like, dude, I'm not that guy. What are you talking about? Well, a couple of days later, the bartender who, you know, helped book shows, she called me and said, she said, look, you know, uh, the dude thought, you know, that you were the band Attila. And apparently they, years ago, they went to that club and people were booing them, actually booing them. And they got pissed off and they started a fight and they destroyed like a speaker, quit uh, speakers and, you know, cause all this damage and it actually paralyzed this girl on accident by you know inadvertently doing something causing her to get hurt and it paralyzed her from the waist down so this guy thought i was trying to book my band being attila and it was just weird right that i was like what what are you talking about and then i heard the story i was like oh okay i mean i can see how he mixes it up because obviously people mix it up all the time so yeah i've heard anyway, people aren't fan of Attila. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about Attila, but I've I, never heard of them either, but uh, the people well, I do a, know. They're, a, they're, they're more of a, they call themselves a part, a death metal, uh party death metal band. So they're a lot of blast beats, a lot of, you know, that uh, technical metal type sounds um, and really like growly vocals. Um, but funny enough, we were on also blank TV video and some people were like, uh, either the two reactions are, Oh my God, I'm glad you're not Attila because those guys suck. <laughs> or, oh my God, I thought you were Attila. No, you guys suck. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one or the other. A, taste is a funny thing. Subjective. All right. Well, I know you said you got to go. Let's <laughs> try to get you out of here, but I do enjoy your stories. So I don't want to like push you out, but I also don't want to keep you longer than you want to be here. No, I got to go. Yeah. I'm going to have you back when you can uh, stay longer because I'm enjoying the hell out of these stories myself. Yeah. Well, thanks. I have a million of them. I'll come back <laughs> anytime if you really invite me. I don't know if that's a an empty, like, hey, we want to have you back kind of. Or no, uh, we've, had, we've had repeat guests plenty of times. That's not a problem. Okay. The problem that up, we have on anytime. is we only do one a week. So, oh, okay. You know. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll go find a band, Itla.com, Itla Music on all the major things. Search Google for Itla, and you'll find us. Also, at the end of the show, we got two songs for you. I don't know which one you want us to play. We got uh, Infamy and Debt. So play, play Infamy. Okay, so after the show, for the audio listeners only, because YouTube has a problem with playing music, so can't do it on YouTube. But auto listeners only, you will get to hear the song at the end of the show infamy so stick around after the show appreciate it yeah thanks for coming on all right uh, uh, we'll oh. see you uh, okay awkward this is awkward sorry <laughs> yeah so it's a little we, need, we need a steady outro or something yeah well we plug our stuff usually i just didn't want to have to have him stay for oh, all okay. our stuff okay. but... yeah, <laughs> thank you See ya. Thanks for coming. Uh, you can find us everywhere at STM Pod on all things social media. You know where to find us. And I'm 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 uh, I'm thinking of del- disappearing, so don't even worry about trying to find me. In fact, if you would not do that, I'd appreciate. It. Uh, Randy Garner Humor on Instagram, Randy Garner Humor on TikTok, and uh, on Facebook. 
and Restless Native on Twitter. With an eight. Yeah, which I rarely ever use these days because everyone is so pissed off about everything else. Yeah, we've talked about this. And that's my thing. I like to be the one who's pissed off, and it's <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> you can check my personal account at Never Been Funny with one E on Twitter. Uh, I think that's all we got, unless you want to talk about some other stuff. I think I'm good, man. All right. Well, I got, I, I got to pee and cut grass, so I'm good. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We will continue to try to keep getting uh, some bands and, and random things on. We're trying to, you know, diversify the guest list, get bands, comedians, whoever. Um, but yeah, this is the first time we've really started doing bands, but we're enjoying it. So yeah. I hope you guys are also enjoying uh, meeting some bands and hopefully not having the usual questions asked. Try to get to more, know the more fun side of people. Anyways, we... Yeah. I wasn't kidding earlier when I said that like all the bands we've had on are bands that I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, which kind of fucks me up. It makes me like not want to be. Not it makes wanna, me worry about making an ass of myself. I want to talk shit on them. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> want to talk shit about, but I don't want to make an ass of myself or anything like that. I don't want to make a bad impression. Mm. But at the same time, I don't want to. Oh man, oh, I love your music. Oh, your this track was awesome. Because I feel like I'm just dick riding at that point, and I ain't here to fucking dick. You know. Well, you can. You don't have to be all. All about that. You could just say I appreciate that song. I guess. I don't <laughs> know. I've never been I've never been really good at subtlety. You could ask them questions about uh, the song. I guess. I, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we're still figuring it out. It's weird because it's like because you do you do most of the bookings. Yeah, well barely. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's like you keep booking like these bands that are really up my alley and everything, and I know you're more into hip hop and uh, that sort of thing. I like, I like, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's all good. Well, I know you also like. Uh, mm-hmm. I like a lot of stuff people hate. Yeah, pop punk. Yeah, ska. I know they were giving you shit for that on Discord, man. Yeah. By the way, join our Discord. Quit being a fucking asshole. Yep. Uh, you can find all those links on DramaCityProductions.com. Shout out to the network. What and you can join the Discord where I can call you an asshole personally. True that. And. Uh, you can get all kinds of uh, verbal abuse. Just uh, go to Drama City Productions and <laughs> fucking people, link. People I give almost me, pulled it off. People give me a lot of shit lately about how long my uh, goatee is getting. So, I'm or you show, can, or you can just dish out the verbal the abuse. Just make sure you uh, throw it at Ben here because I am very, very sensitive. So then I can dish it out, but I, I cannot take it. So, yeah, if that if that's something you guys are into. Get I guess in, get into the AMSR, ASMR, however you do it. Okay, fuckers. (laughs) We'll see you pieces of shit next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. He's a dummy. Bye-bye.